to another episode of Crest Talk. This week, I'm talking to Lonnie, Jalani. Pretty much, we're going to talk about his music, why he only does live shows, why he doesn't record. Going to talk a little bit about COVID because he works in the hospital. And then we're going to talk about him streaming a little bit. Hope you guys enjoy. Just see if I can. Yep, we're good. We're good. All right. Yep. So, welcome to an episode of Chris Talks. Oh, thank you. Today. Oh, we're, we're live. Talking okay. to... Yeah, we're live. It automatically starts recording. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. Hi, hey, hey everyone. Hope everyone's being <laughs> safe and sanitary. Uh, my name is Lonnie. I'm a 27-year-old jack-of-all-trades from the Bronx, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been born and raised in the Bronx, New York. Uh, haven't really left. Um, I'm very involved in... Uh, different kinds of organizations and promotions and uh i guess just scenes in general so well i know you because you like music explain oh, yeah. some of the other things that you do <laughs> um all right well in the spare in my spare time uh i do uh catering whenever available mm-hmm. um I also do infection control over at Montefiore Hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can imagine it's getting kind of wild over there right now. Yeah. Um, I also, like you said, you know, music. I, 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 play, I play some live music. Um, no recordings or albums, uh, just mainly live stuff, little live shows. Um, I'm, also, I'm also involved in uh, a couple of... Uh, I guess you could you could say promotion companies uh, and corporations um, that book and promote musical performances in New York. Um, for example, the Fox and King and Sounds and Sirens. Okay. Yes. So explain why you only do a little like live music. Why don't you do any recordings? Um. I'm not gonna lie, Chris. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up with you. Life, man. Sometimes it, you know, a lot of things get in the way. You know, you get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. You get preoccupied, and one day it was, you know, I was I was uh, I was really focused on it, on on recording, and then you know one thing happened, and then one thing became another, and then another. So. I feel like there are a lot of other things that I have to fulfill uh, personally before I decide to start getting on that horse and start recording. Uh, there are some ideas in mind, definitely. Okay, like what? I, I can't say. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but but there but there are there are a few um, original songs that I've been working on. 
Um, also, you know what? I, I guess I can share this. Um, uh, a small tribute song to the late great Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's um, we're planning on doing something for that uh, along those lines and dropping it around August. All right. You know, after this whole uh, pandemic ends. Hmm. So like. So I know you because we went to high school together and you mostly introduced me to like metalcore bands and things like that. Oh, so yeah, like <laughs> what what do you think about like the current day metal or like like sad boy rap metal? Like a perfect example, like the perfect example to give is like X or Trippy Red. Like how do you feel about like those people like that? Or like um <laughs> as, uh, honestly, as an OG, you know, like back when we used to listen to 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 metal and just anything that would be considered emo, mm-hmm. it wasn't the coolest thing in the world, you know. Um, people expressing their their feelings and and their thoughts and the things that make them tick or keep them up at night or problems or issues um no one you know it was it was known as uh to to, to pop culture it was i feel like it was known as i guess uh, a weakness or a burden to try to acknowledge that and share it mm-hmm. um and so you know if 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 i was like if if i was like that and you know you would hear it on in pop culture now yeah i i i'd probably be upset although i'm not um through the years everything has been incorporated into something else um this is why i listen to tons of different genres of music uh, because there's always something that you can find in any kind of genre of music that you can appreciate, whether it be a song from Glenn Miller in the late 20s and, you know, you're just liking the drums or um, the melody in a in a Juice World song. Yeah. You know, um, it's there's always something to appreciate so honestly the way i feel about it uh i think it's great Mm -hmm. i think it's not just great that people are incorporating things and creating their their style or you know things that make them feel comfortable um but kind of also bringing bringing the emo back a little bit maybe not the way it used to be but still bringing it back regardless so that's always nice. I'm tired of listening to the same 2000s emo split. <laughs> of course, of course. But yeah. like, uh, <laughs> so what exactly got you into playing music? Like, um, like what got you into like metalcore or anything like that? Oh, that's a long story. Dude. Yes, we're ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, in uh, oh man, what was it? 2008 um you know you uh that was that was about high school mm-hmm. 
I wasn't in the best place. Um, not a lot of people know that, but I, I definitely wasn't in the best place. Um, and you know, in time, you know, I, I took a couple of my trips out of state, you know, to, to try to get some sort of peace with certain things. Um, and I realized that I need to not be so limited to one particular space. Um, prime example, social space. Okay. Um, and my social space, my, my primary social space was school. It was high school. You know, you, you, you went to school every day for what? Six, seven hours out of the day. Yep. You, you know, you, you go home with your friends, you hang out with your friends after school, you know, you see your friends before school. It was pretty much school. Um, and at the same time, um, I was doing a lot of browsing for new music, um, on MySpace, believe that, <laughs> um, on MySpace, because I realized there are so many other different bands and not everything that you would like would be played on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, in New York, you only had, you only had one, one rock, um, one rock radio station. Yeah. Well, 92.3, mm-hmm. uh, one rock station. And, you know, it was cause pop culture, you know, but that's, that's just how it was. Yeah. There's, there's no way there's no point in arguing about it just have to accept it but anyways i decided to do some browsing and um you know i found this i found that thank god for mtv2 <laughs> and there were just certain things you you know how going back to saying um when it comes to genres you'll always find something that like a style of play or a particular instrument that you can appreciate in any genre that you listen to. For me, um, in alternative and post-hardcore and rock, I enjoyed almost everything. Mm-hmm. From the guitar licks to the riffs uh, to the bass lines, from the lyrics and percussion you know everything was just it just seemed awesome whether it was fast paced slow paced clever and witty emotional as hell it was all enjoyable so i decided to do some more browsing on myspace Mm. now um there was this one band from chicago that i ended up coming by uh thieves and villains and they played in a um they decided to play a show in Yonkers because they were doing a tour. And, you know, I, I realized, I said, maybe I should go to this show to try to expand my social horizons because at the time, that's what I needed. Maybe I need to find people that have a few, like, you know, more more of the same interests as I do. Right. Um. So that's what really got me into the, uh, the, the rock and music, uh, music scene and just that particular genre in general and um you know it went from there and i met a band that i thought was awesome Mm -hmm. they were from the bronx go figure they played that yonkers show with this other band from chicago um 
you know, they played an acoustic show. They weren't too far over in Throg's Neck. Um, it was a Bronx Underground show. I'm, I'm not sure if a lot of people are familiar with the Bronx, Bronx Underground, but it was a do-it-yourself music scene that was for for the teenagers, you know, for a lot of teenagers that didn't really feel too comfortable in majority of spaces mm-hmm. because of their personality or their interests and stuff like that. And um, yeah, the rest is the rest is history. A lot <laughs> of history. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I hope I answered your question. No, no, you did, you did. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Sidetrack a little bit. No, <laughs> it's it's fine if you go on a tangent sometimes. So like, how did that inspire? Like, what what exactly got you there? Like to to make your ah. music. So like gotcha. Okay. So <laughs> excuse me. So a lot of these people, you know, um that I ended up meeting just bands that I just enjoyed listening to and I'm like, who's this? Who's this? Chris, there's literally an entire like one of the b- biggest communities you you could ever imagine mm-hmm. revolving around new music. There was either people that were into production people that were into a particular instrument, people that were into writing, people that were into promotion, um, people that were into audio work, equipment work. Um, and a lot of people that I met, you know, you, you they show that music can be an outlet to express yourself and help you get through the shit that excuse me excuse my language no uh, you're fine you're fine is this is um, explicit anyway oh okay cool oh it's gonna get real no, <laughs> um <laughs> so um so 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 going back to that there were a lot of people a lot of creative types who would tell me you know if you have something that's going on with you share it because you never know who may be going through the same and you know there are a lot of people who who are out there who have a tough time and they just want to feel relevant yeah they want to feel relevant and relative and in you know in music all it takes is a song or two to make you feel like that and get you through the day Mm -hmm. or the week you know um so that's what inspired me to write music. Okay. Yeah. So why is it that you only do live performances? Um Well, <laughs> well you know You told me okay, about it so, a little bit earlier, but it's just like I want like a more specific like why is it like only live? Like, have you ever thought about, like, recording in your house or, like, doing anything like that? Um, yeah, but, you know, if, if you want something done right, you know, you want to do it. You want to make sure it's, like, on point. Mm-hmm. So that involves a lot of equipment. Um, you know, you can't really do a, a, a full band song. Well, I kind of have some ideas for full band songs. Um... But it mainly comes down to equipment, and I'm kind of the I'm I'm more of the kind of person that likes to work by myself. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so no studios. I'm an omnivert. What's that? So no studios. Um, like I have friends that have studio spaces and recording spaces. It's just never gotten to that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't know. I I sometimes I get the thought that I can be very very overwhelming. Like how uh, so? Like are you like a perfectionist? Do you want it like? Is this way yeah. of? That's everybody who yep. does stuff. Like th- that shouldn't stop you from like doing it because like if somebody's very particular about certain things is like that means like he's really passionate about it. So like I like let's say I'm just throwing it out there. If you mm-hmm. if you you had a producer, right? And then you you were making a song, like you're paying him for his time and everything, but like if you wanted a certain way, why wouldn't he want to like make it that way that you want it? Isn't he isn't his job supposed to be helping you? You're right. <laughs> That, you you make you make a good point. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I just gotta record some stuff then, huh? I mean, it's all up to you. I'm not I'm not forcing you to like, yo, you gotta go to the studio or anything. I feel pressed. We're gonna go to the studio tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> going tomorrow. That's it. Breaking quarantine. <laughs> Nah, but what else do you do? Like, don't you don't you Twitch? Don't you stream? Oh yeah, actually, um, I haven't done it in a couple of weeks because work has been so busy. Mm-hmm. Been so busy, just you know, just trying to keep the spread and trying to contribute and helping flat flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. Could you explain that a little um, bit? Because I've heard people say that, but I don't know what flatten the curve is. Okay, so. Uh, let's start with <laughs> an outbreak, right? Okay. An outbreak. And um, think think about like your basic graph, right? Okay. X-axis, Y-axis, right? Now, um, in an outbreak, you know, it, it, it can end up happening pretty fast. A lot of people can get sick at the same time which is very, very tough. Uh, mainly because as far as supplies go, goes, not protective gear or goods or soap or sanitizer or anything like that. That's that's a whole different story. That's an economic thing. Um, but as far as medical supplies and equipment to help you get better or even keep you alive, depending on how how this thing hits you mm-hmm. you know everyone reacts to it different because you know pre-existing you know you have to account for pre-existing conditions um age things of that sort um but anyways uh so we only have so much equipment for the severe cases mm-hmm. not not in new york not in Montefiore, not in the bronx in the u.s just in the u.s in general um, and we don't want it, you know, as, you know, doctors, doctors and, and government and, you know, people, people should, should, should think the same. We don't want it to get to the point where there are so many people that are sick. And let's say, for example, you know, um, a hundred thousand people who need ventilators to help them breathe to keep them going until they feel better right which may take a week or two weeks Mm -hmm. 
but think think about that turnaround though you know like how many people can get sick in a matter of two weeks but there's one person that's on a ventilator for two weeks because they're sick mm -hmm. right so think a hundred thousand people who are sick severely sick like we're talking they need assistance breathing so they need ventilators yeah. um but there's only 60,000 ventilators that's where it gets to the point where the government or the medical field and doctors have to make the choice as to who's getting these ventilators right that is literally the worst thing to do like the worst decision to make it's 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 a bad no one wants to make that decision you know just just imagine um just imagine you know one of your parents or one of your grandparents just getting denied because they're at a certain age and you know they you know the the hospital decides to give a machine to someone else because they're younger and they have more years in their life to give into the country's economy and things like that there are a lot of different things that are actually um thought of you know when making these decisions but usually you know as basic as it goes that's one of them mm. i didn't know that you know at that that's that's the point where it becomes uh like a power game and and it sucks and you know the point of flattening the curve so like and we're, we're, we're talking about the progression of how many people get sick at the amount of time we can deal with let okay let's say let's just throw a fixed range out there let's say in eight months this thing is gone right completely mm -hmm. eradicated we can get over this if it lasts eight months where everyone gets sick a long time along the time rather than two to three months where everyone gets sick at the same time so that 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 big incline right there like that big jump where you know doctors and hospitals would have to make decisions like that mm -hmm. um that is the curve there's a cap so to flatten the curve you want to be underneath the cap okay. if that makes sense yeah no that makes perfect sense <laughs> Um, so that's, um, that's pretty much what it means, you know, so the whole quarantine and the isolation thing, you know, we, we, we do have to follow it. It's not a matter of you getting sick. It's a matter of the number of people that would get sick. Um, cause I've seen it firsthand, man. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. How, well, it's I don't know. It's definitely not fun. I'm I'm one of those people who are like very underreacting to it. Like I'm quarantined oh, to it. Definitely. So, but like, yeah. explain like how it is. Like, if I mean you've seen it firsthand, so that's the only reason I'm asking. Okay. So sorry, what was the question? So like, explain like what happens to them if you don't mind me asking that. Oh. Well, okay, so. Um. So apparently what it can do to you is give you walking pneumonia. I, you, you know, jokingly, this is just jokingly. This is not me being serious. I call it a spicy flu. The spicy flu. <laughs> the spicy flu. Because you get a lot of, a, a lot of, um, a lot of evolvement mm -hmm. that has happened from the flu. We're talking about upper respiratory issues. We're talking about pneumonia, um, chills, things of that sort, fevers. 
um you get the same thing with this with this uh with this new virus mm-hmm. and um you um you, you you get the same thing with this with this virus except it's way worse um you can end up contracting fibrosis which gives you trouble breathing mm-hmm. um your fever can actually go up a few degrees more than what you're used to if you have the flu mm-hmm. um and you know sometimes you can't even move because of the fever the fever will be so bad that you're automatically getting body aches so when you have a fever you get body aches you're not going to want to move because it's so painful mm. but the main part is the fibrosis and the pneumonia the pneumonia hits you so hard like severely and that's why a lot of people are focusing on ventilators right now and it can happen to any of us especially if you have a pre-existing condition if you have upper respiratory problems if you have um if you have diabetes um if you've had surgery uh before on your lungs or your kidneys um my my aunt caught it about a week and a half ago two weeks ago and she has diabetes mm-hmm. but she's good she's good now she wasn't having a great time she said it was a really rough time um especially with the breathing the breathing is the hardest part you know no one likes to feel like they're drowning mm-hmm. and then you know with, with with another thing you know we live we live in a we live in a generation and a day and age where everyone has anxiety uh because of past events or whether it's trauma from growing up from something and you know when you when you start to get concerned or you freak out that changes your breathing right there yeah definitely does you know i've i've never i've never seen anyone pass from um catching an anxiety attack from this Mm-hmm. because they're freaking out that they can't breathe but i have seen people pass away from anxiety attacks from something as little as taking medication and never feeling um like doped up before or high before mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's a thing it's 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 actually very very possible um so that's you know that's just another thing it doesn't necessarily have to be physical health it could be your mental health too Um so that's the point of flattening the curve and you know everyone being quarantined and keeping distance because I know someone you know someone you know what if we hang out and you know you may get someone else sick that may get someone else sick that actually needs it mm-hmm. that really needs it bad but they end up getting denied because you know because there are just too many people yeah. too many people to take care of that's 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 where it gets tough so that's where flattening the curve pretty much comes from it's it's just you know let's just not get sick all at once yeah that's the, in the in the in the in the simplest way possible you know let's not all get sick at once yeah so i i, I just asked that because i was just like i was curious i wasn't too sure and you clearly knew had experience with it so i'm just like Let me ask cuz I know that's like like not the subject that we're supposed to be talking about but I was just curious oh, about Oh no it. worries. I'm... 
whatever you can ask me whatever <laughs> question you want. So explain more about like your streaming and Twitch. So streaming and Twitch. So um uh last summer I decided to um try to do something to be a little more social uh at home. Mm-hmm. Uh because at the time, you know, I was taking care of my dog and I was working a lot of overtime. So a lot of the times I was home. If I wasn't at work, I was at home. And um Twitch is actually a great outlet and platform to not just socialize um with people uh when it comes to video games or music or art um but you end up meeting a lot of new people along the way which is awesome mm-hmm. so what i do on twitch is um i mainly play video games um i'm i'm more of a recreational gamer rather than a competitive gamer so i don't really do shooters that much yeah. um you do the 2k yeah i've um i've actually laid off the 2k for a bit um but mainly because of the kind of grind you know like i have i have a particular visualization of what i want my content to mm-hmm. be and if i'm doing something that's so repetitive like with certain game modes i'm not going to be enjoying myself if i'm not going to be enjoying myself people aren't going to enjoy me playing the game of course yeah exactly exactly um but uh yeah it's 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 pretty much just a matter of having fun you know sometimes we'll chit chat mm-hmm. uh with some viewers with some followers uh sometimes there'll be a cooking stream you know like i like to throw some educational stuff in there oh. too um so we've had a few cooking streams just just little things you know like like making sauces and pestos and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and thinking about doing a music a live music stream every now and again okay Uh, that might that might happen next week you know cuz like i said you know i'm i'm very involved with um with our with our local music scene and a lot of we usually have a show at least once yeah. a week we usually have something going on at least once a week and it's hitting people it's hitting people hard definitely is you know so um so we're all trying to do our part as as musicians too to try to provide something um Yeah. So if you know if if anyone's looking to like try to enjoy some live music, you can always just check out the Boxing King underscore Inc. Um, on Instagram, they always have like a live video of someone playing, or they'll throw or they or they'll share stuff on their Facebook or um or Instagram of someone else that's that has something live going mm-hmm. on, just to try to enjoy the time that you're isolated. You know. Of course. It definitely, it definitely, it definitely gets a lot of people through the day. So this is just a random question because I'm I I have a friend who's also in a band. I don't know if you heard of them. Uh-huh. They've opened up for uh, I think is as I lay dying. Um, their uh-huh. name is Autumn Estate. Have you ever heard of them? You said Allstate? no, oh, like Autumn Estate. <laughs> Autumn Estate. They're like a Dominican mm. rock band from like Brooklyn. Autumn Estate. It, it sounds kind of um, familiar. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look him up right now. Well, I'm gonna see. I don't think I have. Okay. I don't think I have. They're like... No, but you, huh? You said they're all... Yeah. <laughs> well, I believe most of them are Dominican. It's just mad funny to me. <laughs> it's like, when I think of Dominican, like, bands, I just think of, like, salsa bands. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I just felt like it would be interesting if you, like, looked them up and, like, listened to their music and give me your thoughts on them one day. Oh, definitely. I will drop them a like right now. <laughs> so like do you ever like promote your your live stuff on your twitch um on my twitch not so much uh last time i played a live show over at um bowery poetry mm-hmm. club and i was supposed to stream that live so i was promoting that turns out i ended up having an issue where I, I and I thought that I was streaming the entire thing, but I actually didn't stream a second of it. Mm-hmm. So that was a bummer. Um, but sometimes I do um, promote it on on Twitch um, and Twitter. So is Twitter like a big thing for you or nah? Um, Twitter is a nice outlet to communicate with friends and followers. Uh, so I do enjoy Twitter, and then you know there's everything else in between. Like you have the you have a lot of basketball stuff going on. It, it's all about, it's all about who you follow. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I got a, I got a lot of stuff going on, on on Twitter. I've had it for over ten years, just going on it little by little. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's been a pretty good time. I I enjoy it. I, I like to post a lot of pictures or things that seems funny to me or or clips on Twitch. Um clips meaning um little things that have been clipped from um from my yeah. streams yep um and yeah there's there's always so much going on on twitter i love it so like i i mean we spoke about this a little bit earlier before we got on to like to make the podcast i i asked you about mm-hmm. how do you feel like about people using your music on tiktok and you told me like you don't really do like recordings so like have you ever thought mm-hmm. about posting your live recordings on like TikTok or like a 30 second uh, clip of it on TikTok just because? Um, yeah, maybe something like maybe a, a good line from one of my songs or or maybe uh, a line that I enjoy from another song. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind doing that at all. Honestly, maybe I'll make a TikTok. So today. like, can we expect like more of like your content on TikTok now? <laughs> probably. All right. Probably. Let's uh yeah, that that's probably going to happen tonight. So like usually uh I asked this like later on, but I just want to know, do you have any like specific artists that you like, anybody who like specifically inspires you? I'm probably going to ask this at the end of the podcast, but like I just wanted to know now, like, favorite artist or, like, favorite musician, specifically? Um, there are a few, actually. There are some, there are still some local bands, um, whether they're together right now or not, um, that I enjoyed watching through the years, um, that are still an inspiration Mm -hmm. to me. And, you know, there are some artists from the 70s that are an inspiration to me. 
and you know some alternative rock bands that are you know still going strong um but right now wow as as far as right now goes i've been um i've been kind of stuck on a lot of white stripes again okay which is very funny because i was hooked on i was hooked on the white stripes in 2007 and 2008 and now it's just that's happening all over again so the white stripes uh very bluesy uh it can be very very raw and um that's what i'm looking to play in the future if i ever decide to do the full band thing so like if you ever did have a band any specific names you would go for that you just don't want to say anything about that it's hard to think of a band name why don't you just be like jay and friends um (laughs) i don't i'm pretty sure someone probably has that um let's see yeah it's kind of hard to come up with um like with a uh, with a band name so like i i came up when i started to dec- when i decided to start doing the um when i started to decide when i started to decide excuse me when i decided to start doing the music thing on my by myself solo um i try to come up with and um it took me forever it took me forever to mm-hmm. come up with the name it took me like four hours. That's forever. <laughs> I just had the Facebook page open, just ready. <laughs> but. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I would. It would probably take me a while. It would take a whole brainstorming session to try to come up with a band name. Okay. If you have any suggestions, I already told you, Jay and friends. Jay Friends is not. I'm pretty sure someone has that. Or Lonnie and Buddies. <laughs> Lonnie and Buddies. How is it taking care of a dog? Because I've never had a pet. Well, this is my first, what, six months having a pet? I have a cat. Um, Taking care of a dog, a young dog, it can be very tiring. You're very mm-hmm. active. Um... A lot of training involved you know um you need to be around them to make sure that you're making sure that they form the right habits mm-hmm. um and you know usually when they're smaller you know they, they poop and pee a lot because they have smaller bladder so you have to walk them way more often um but yeah it's it's fun you know to it, it, it's you know you end up raising a life mm, it's like raising a child <laughs> uh, a life yeah you know someone that has personality you know uh someone that you know your personality or your habits can help mold their mm-hmm. personality it's a wonderful thing have you ever tried to make uh hold on maybe i'm just wild have you ever tried to make like a separate like music Instagram page or anything like that? 
No, because I'm barely on the one that I do mm-hmm. personally. So it's like I might as well just use that. But if it end, if if I end up doing a band, then that's a different story. Okay. Because like I was looking at it, I'm like I see the promotion, then I'm like there's mad personal stuff here, and I'm just like, uh, should he like? Oh, huh? are you referring to? Uh, are you referring to a particular page? your page? Long solo. Yeah, you see, that's my yeah, that's my Twitch. That's my Twitch name. It ended up just becoming that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, I'm barely on social media, honestly. Like when it when it comes to that's why I use Twitter a lot, um, uh, mainly for promotion, because most people are on Twitter, and. And just to manage two accounts, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Okay. So you know, just the page is just pretty much just me and just the things that I do and whether it's work stuff or music stuff or cooking stuff or Twitch stuff, mm-hmm. um, it's all, it's all just a, a mixture. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just used to that. You know, I feel like sometimes if you have a product to sell, mm-hmm. if that is the case, some people aren't really going to see the product until they see you, mm. you know, like you probably wouldn't really get one of my songs unless you actually mm-hmm. know me. Sometimes it's like yeah. that because, you know, like I said, music is a, is an outlet for people to express themselves. Mm-hmm. So, whether it's relative or not. So, what do yeah. you usually write about? Uh, yo, I've written. Okay, yep. I said, what do you usually write about? Like, what, what, what's like the most? What's you put it like this? What's your favorite song that you wrote? Mary Jane, hands down. And what, what was that song about? It actually has a lot of double entendre going on. But uh, overall, it's about seeing something that you want to experience, mm-hmm. but not really pushing through with it. What do you mean? Like, is it like FOMO? Like, you're, you're you're scared of missing out on something or like no it's it's um I mean it could be yeah it, it's really open to interpretation because you know at at first it was it was mainly about like maybe seeing uh, a girl that you wanted to say hello to or like see a person and you'd probably be like hey I could probably connect with that person or mm-hmm. or maybe something that isn't exactly socially acceptable. Yeah. You know like like marijuana or or going to a hardcore show. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's 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 pretty much, you know, it's there you can tell because of the lyrics that there's a lot of hesitation okay you know uh the chorus 
uh, goes as maybe consider this young man you know you're bound to fall uh, maybe this is your final chance round up it's last call so it's 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 pretty much saying everyone has a timeline right everyone is going to have their end you know it's i'm not trying to be a downer about it i'm just saying you know realistically speaking um maybe what if you never have an actual chance to do something that you've wanted to do again mm-hmm. um that's that's pretty much it that's the gist of it okay so it's pretty much like live out your life the best way you can Yeah. <laughs> or at least considering it. You'll have to hear the song. Of course. So like I guess I got to <laughs> <laughs> So like my thing is fuck. Hold on. My thing is like how do you feel when people like interpret your lyrics? Do you ever get like offended when somebody tells you, "Oh, like this is what your lyrics mean" and you're just like N-, like if they're like not like how do I explain it? It's when they're like, I don't like, like, uh, let's say you go on, on like Genius or something, right? And then like somebody writes out that your lyrics mean this, but that's not the meaning behind it. Like, you get what I'm saying? I get what you mean. So, but you see, Chris, that's, excuse me, that's why I love music and the people that write music and the people that um, play music or even listen to music there's always something it always reverts back to feeling good and hearing someone's expression because it's relative Mm -hmm. or relevant people usually interpret something in certain ways because they've either had that kind of experience maybe uh-huh. or that's what they're used to in their surroundings okay you know um that's that's all it is if someone thinks of it a certain way that's that's not just going your own path that's also that's that's a line of creativity right you know yeah so it if it's off it doesn't bother me not at all okay if if anything it just shows that there are certain things that can inspire you to just think something else rather than it being in front of your face okay so i feel like we answered most of like the main question so Give me usually I ask this at the end, like it's pretty much um top five people who inspire you. You don't have to give oh. them like on a spot. Like it doesn't have to be just music, it can be like art, TV related, like actors, anything. So like just top five people who like made you who who you think made you who you are today. Made me who I am today. 
All right. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> I like that. Definitely put me on the spot. All right. So the first person, hands down. I don't know if you can hear me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. The first person, hands down, would have to be my good friend, Fernando. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been inspiring in more ways than one. Um, his consistency with things, his mindset, and his reaction. Um, the fact that we have so much in common is weird, like creepy, like weird. Um, but he is an inspiration for, for, for those reasons. And it's actually gotten me to a point where I'm realizing that there are certain things that I'm capable of doing, mm-hmm. you know, and he actually pushes me to do that. He may not know it. He may not see it in the little ways that he does, but I do. Mm. Um, so that's that's the first person hands down. Okay. Funny enough, you want to know how I met how him? How did first? you meet him? I played one of his shows. He booked me for a show. So <laughs> let me get this right. Your man was already a fan, and then he just became like your greatest inspiration. Well, you see the thing. It was about it was about the time where he started. Mm-hmm. So it was more likely where he didn't really hear any of my music. Um but we met through the music scene, through that music yeah. community. Yeah. Um so so yeah, it's pretty weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next person, or uh, but that that's number one, hands down. So, all right, <laughs> do you want to hear the other? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the other four. Um, okay. Um, second would have to be Grace. Who's Grace? His mother. His mother? His mother. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, Chris. She's she's literally like my mother. Alright. Um, the she's you know, we all have our stories and hers and her progression is actually very, very inspiring. Okay. And she speaks wisdom. So it's like I have two Fernandos. <laughs> you have female Fernando and then male. Female Yeah. And she's she's a saint. She's an absolute saint. She reminds me of my aunt a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um 
three would be Sir DP. Drew Torres. Who's that? Um, Drew Torres is actually on the verge of becoming a Bronx legend. Drew Torres is a fellow musician. Um, way more talented than anyone I've ever met in my life mm-hmm. musically. And retro video game wise. Um, Drew is a man of peace and wisdom. Very supportive. Um, and, you know, like I said, you know, everyone has a story. We all have our stories. And he's always had a positive mindset, even when, you know, we all have our tough days. Um, you know, days where it's just like everything is just, it just feels exhausting. You Nothing know? feels like it's going right. Yeah. Um, but he, even if you knew he, you know, someone would feel like that. I was always confident that he would, it wouldn't last long. I'd be like, you'll be good. And then he's always good because he always pushes through. Um, and yeah, you got to listen to his music, man. He's phenomenal. I'll, I'll send you a link. All right. Yeah, I'll definitely send you a link. Um, but he's part of a band, Drew Torres Trio. Amaz- other amazing musicians. Um, and uh, yeah, they're supposed to be dropping an album this year, actually. Oh. Yeah, so ooh, that's going to be good. Um, <clears throat> number four would have to be my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he didn't have to be there. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like, um, there have been times where I thought about, you know, when I was younger and I was a pain, dude. Mm-hmm. I was a pain in the ass. And him and my mother weren't together um at you know when i was at a young age which is which is fine you know it's just how things end up being um but i've i've met a lot of people who have had fathers where that has happened to them where they didn't have the father growing up and um and what it's done to them mm-hmm. uh, and how it's affected, you know, childhood or certain tendencies or personality traits, things of that sort. But anyways, um, yeah, like he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a dope dude. All right. I was, I was, I was mess with him. We mess with each other <laughs> until he threatens to punch me because he know he knows I won't hit him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's like, it's, it's not that kind of thing. Like it's not tense or anything. It never has been. Um, you know what that, but I've learned also that I picked up some of his traits Mm -hmm. and, and things that he, um, things that I do because of the way he raised me 
and I would call him and just yell at him about it, but just to mess with him, um, because I know that there were a lot of people who haven't been molded by two parents. Yes. You know, and if if you get toxic traits from if you get traits from one parent, you're getting all the traits, the positive and the negative. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, so that's big ups to pops. Okay, you know what that reminds me of? I don't know if you remember this, but that this literally reminded me of like I think you posted a picture of your parents, and then uh-huh. his I think his name is Gilbert, from what I remember. And he posted like Yo, Gelati, what are you doing in that picture? And you were just like Yo, bro, that's my dad. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, good times. I'll be doing all right through all this. Yeah. I hope everyone is. Last person, last um, person. Yeah. Oh, last person. Um. Honestly, I. It's kind of tough. It's, you don't have to. It's a tough one because there's like a cap. <laughs> like, do you don't have to give a last person if you don't want to. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't say like any artists or anything that like musically related. Um. Well, I mean, Drew is a musician, so oh. there's that. Mm-hmm. He's just he's he's uh, musically he's an inspiration. Um. But as far as um, there are too many musicians out there that inspire me. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's. It's tough. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a tough one. You know, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by everyone out there who's washing their hands. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Of course, we gotta flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's important. It really is important. <laughs> it's alright if you don't have anybody else. Cause it's like I can't really. It's such a, like an on the spot question that is like, I, I know how it is. Is like, oh, I have to think of something. Fuck, now yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah, it's you know, it's just that I'm. I'm insp- there are a lot of people out there who are doing their thing, grinding one way or another. Um, you know, like like you with with the podcast. Mm-hmm. It takes consistency, man. Not everybody has that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's uh, you know, that's just just keeping that kind of consistency. That's inspiring because I'm the most inconsistent guy you <laughs> you'd ever meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a procrastinator, so <laughs> it makes it tougher not having a good time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah. so I hope you enjoyed your time on here. <laughs> oh, you know, thank you. Oh, dude, I appreciate it, man. I'm. You let me know. We, I'm down for any other time. You hit me all up. All right, all right. So, uh, any shout outs like Instagram handles or anything like you want to do like that or anything you want to? All right, I got a lot of stuff. No, <laughs> um, I try to keep it limited and organized. All right, guys. So I am on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Twitch is a streaming site that is actually a lot of fun. I'm actually going to play something today. I'm going to play The Division. Okay. 
because it's getting too realistic out there. <laughs> so we're going to play Division, uh, more likely. Or that new um, Resident Evil 3 demo that came out. Oh. Yeah. Download it. Poor dude. There's an there's a open beta that looks like a multiplayer, too. So, um, yeah. So on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram, I am Lon Solo. Uh, L-A-N-S-O. L O W, like I am very low. I can I can say some crazy shit sometimes. <laughs> um, and shout out to the Fox and King. Look them up on Instagram, Facebook. That is the Fox and King holding down the Bronx music, mm-hmm. doing it right. Uh, unfortunately, there are some things that had to be rescheduled because of everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, once that summer hits, get ready, guys. Get ready, Chris. You gotta come out to a show. Yeah, that, that's where I've been lacking. Like every time you post a show, like I mm-hmm. personally plan it out that I'm going, mm-hmm. and then the day yeah. of, what happens is like somebody else will tell me like, "Hey," and then I forgot that I was going to the show. No, it's all good. It happens to me all the time. It's you know, I uh. I only remember because I got to be there. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but shout out to Foxy King. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Don Collective over in Yonkers. Westchester, y'all killing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, follow me on Twitch. It's, it's always it's always a fun time. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, later, guys. Later. made it to the end and enjoyed don't forget to subscribe or follow to be updated when i post a new episode post a screenshot if you enjoyed the episode on instagram instagram page is chris double underscore talks or you can like the facebook page chris talks hope you guys enjoy see you next week